Back to the Bo Show for SML Entertainment. One, two, three. On Sportsnet 960, The Fan. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Bo and Kluke Show. Got our boy in town today. Man, we we need to do a new, a new photo shoot with both of you guys now. This is, what, four weeks in a row now? Yeah, I think we got to do it. Going strong. The ratings don't lie. Sure, the millions. They do not lie. They don't. Yeah. We're everywhere. We're all over Twitter. Streaming is up. Way up. Yeah, Facebook's up. Yeah. Everything. Instagram, sure, it's up. Yeah. Whatever other social media y'all have, it's up. It's up. No it's doubt about day. it. It's a big day for the radio station. Yeah. It's back because of MySpace is back. Yeah. <laughs> and in the words of Will, F- Will Ferrell, give the people what they want. Absolutely. They want more cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got a little something to talk about. We are the unfortunate owners of Antonio Brown. Uh-oh. <laughs> yep. And it's been a bit of a roller coaster because we obviously tried to offload him when the Oakland thing was going on. And then... We're sitting in, this is happening like as we're sitting in the um, the hotel room. We're like, man, should we trade him? Because we've got guys offering like DK Metcalf, um, you know, Larry Fitzgerald. Guys are kind of taking flyers on a little bit because um, you just don't know what's going to go on with Antonio Brown this year. Right. And we're sitting there, and Kluke says, you know what? I think he's going to go to the Patriots. And it's like, man, it's not a bad thought. They, they took T.O., who else? No, no. Was it Chad, Chad Johnson? Yeah, Randy. Chad Johnson, Randy, um, Josh Gordon. So we're like, it's going to happen. We spoke it into existence. You manifested it. Yes. We so, did. So, yeah. so we didn't take the trades, and then it happens, and everybody wants to trade us. We're getting offered oh, trades yeah. that shouldn't be offered. And then <laughs> last night, sitting there, open, open up my Google, and uh, first thing on there, Tony O'Brown, idiot. And uh, instantly, what I do is send 12 trades. And I'm like, please hope that someone hasn't seen this news yet. We tried to act quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah, well, nobody, no. No bites. So nobody has uh, taken the bait, hey? No, because everybody read the news last night. Yeah. He's making us look stupid at this point. Yeah. Because one day in the locker room, we're trying to trade him. Next day, we're getting in everybody's face for not taking our trades. <laughs> now we got to trade him again. Or do we keep him? I don't even know at this point. And the, the worst, the worst part is that even when he got signed to the Patriots, like man, we could trade him. We could trade him high right now because yeah. there's a chance something else happens. And we were like, you know what? No, you don't trade a good receiver playing for for Tom Brady. And uh, never mind a great one. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that that backfired. So thanks so, a lot, AB. Yep. So what do you do? You have a plan? Well, we offered. So one of the so Kadeem Carey wanted. Uh, we had first pick. We took Saquon. He had second and auto-drafted um, Christian McCaffrey because he was like eight minutes late to the draft. It's um, not that late now that I think about it. <laughs> another and he was like, hey, I want I want Saquon. He sent me that in a text. I was like, bud, you, you've already been auto-drafted. You got Christian McCaffrey. I was like, we've got Saquon, though, so maybe we can talk a trade just one for one because I wouldn't mind Christian McCaffrey. Christian had a good week, and um, – we offered him Saquon and AB for Christian McCaffrey and Larry Fitzgerald. And so he's still thinking on it because he wants to hear what's going to happen. Okay. So he I should don't ha- know. He should have to do the deal just because he auto-drafted. 
Yeah. If you miss. Actually, yeah. If you are a clown that forgets when your draft is, and no, 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 he didn't, he didn't forget. Like uh, somebody, unlike somebody else, unlike somebody know. else <laughs> in this room, who might be a quarterback. <laughs> it's not Kluke. It's not Kluke or Pinder or Pat. Yeah. yeah. Here's the worst part. You you have a bad auto draft. That's okay. Waiver wires is huge. Yep. Yeah, forgot that too. Oh, <laughs> you didn't no. go pick up Gio Bernard or anybody I on the waiver wire. Didn't get any of them. Interesting. Yeah. Big bounce back week two for you. <laughs> That's need some boys to step it up on week two. Yeah, yeah. Willsey uh, took it to you pretty hard this week. Yeah, which is embarrassing. <laughs> What's our uh, Nick Chubb, Todd Gurley comparison? Todd Gurley outran him, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Well, Gurley's on, on a pitch count, though. Gurley didn't get a carry inside the five, and guess who did? That's okay. Malcolm Brown. That's it's okay. fantasy. That's not okay. If that continues, that's horrible. I don't have Todd Gurley. I no, I know. But if you're from you got a bet, I have, I have Nick Chubb. So I don't care. But my bet is that Todd Gurley is going to outplay Nick Chubb, which he okay. has, even Week without one, getting carries inside I, there. You got some trade offers for Nick Chubb. You even check your inbox. I did. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> what did you offer? <laughs> I don't even remember. I think Aaron Jones. It, it wasn't like, terrible. Yeah, it was Aaron Jones. Jones Somebody offered me uh, Melvin Gordon as well. That was me too. That was you too. Just trying to gauge your interest on players. You don't yeah. talk to me. I've got to send you trade offers. That's how we communicate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, send both of them and I'll do it. <laughs> now we're talking. There you go. All right. Um, I do have an interesting trade for you. Okay. So Law offered me today. He said, um, Terrell Williams for Tariq Cohen. Hmm. Tariq Cohen's a bench player for us. He took 95% of his snaps at receiver. Didn't get one carry. Yep. Now, Finish with what their offense wasn't great. Five, under five yards. points. Yeah, he's 49 yards. In standard leagues, would have been closer to, what, eight or nine in PPR? But, yeah, we're regular. Okay, so, so you're standard. So Terrell Williams is going to be a, you know, big catch guy, over-the-top kind of guy. Good games, bad games. But then Tariq Cohen is going to give you that 50 to 70 yards a game receiving. Maybe he'll get some rushes every now and then, but he'll probably get a touchdown every now and then as well. So, See, I like uh, without without Antonio Brown there. I I like Terrell Williams. I think yeah, I do. I do too. Played well, but he's still Terrell Williams. You know what I mean? Like, there's a reason that San Diego didn't sign him back. He didn't do great in San Diego. It's the odd man out there. Yeah. Right. They got better receivers than him. They would have liked to have kept him, but they can't be playing him ahead of Mike Williams. They're not playing him ahead of Keenan Allen. Allen. He does make some big plays. They get that one big catch. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a hell of a catch. It was, yeah. I mean, it was a rocket of a throw. The thing that, the only thing that gets me about Tariq, he's like the perfect, to me, he's like the perfect flex player. He's a guy like the old old school Darren Sproles. Like, he'll play with some receiver, but they've always got gadget plays for him, and typically yep. your gadget plays work, you know? And if, and if their offense didn't look great week one, there's a chance that, okay, well, let's get Tariq at running back a little bit more. Maybe it opens other things up, but gives him more chances to get the football too. So, so yeah, he's kind of he's kind of that uh, like Duke Johnson was that guy last year, a guy that you really liked in flex spots on passing downs, and yeah. they they run design plays to him too. So yeah, I, like I've got Cohen in two leagues, I think, and and I played him in both of them because yeah, I think he's got he's got that boomer bust potential. I think you know I think he finished with less than five points, but. You get a touchdown. That's a seventy-yard touchdown plus cut. Like he can give you a couple of good weeks in that flex spot. Yeah, and and the big thing for me is that uh, if they're down, he's the third down running back. 
So he's in there. He's yep. getting the ball a lot. Like there's there's check downs for him. So that's the one thing where I'm like, I can kind of see them being down a lot. And, and I'll be honest, Mitch Trubisky looked good in that situation. Being down, no huddle offense. I thought that he looked a lot better. He was ripping the football. Um, obviously outside of the last read, but you know we've all thrown a pitch to the safety on the corner route before. Hey, we've all done it. Yeah. Have well, you done it before? Oh yeah. Well, I never threw a pick. No. no. High school stats never threw a pick. Never threw a touchdown either, but. <laughs> But never threw a pick. Yeah, never threw a pick. Didn't turn it over. <laughs> yeah, I like Cohen. I liked him when we drafted him because he's such a tempting play. And how many times does Nagy say, like, oh, we got to get him the ball more? Yeah. But let's get him the ball more. Yeah, you know? then, then like, get, let's get the, it going. Then here. Get him the damn yeah. ball more. Yeah. Enough yeah. talking. It was, uh, yeah, so I don't know. It's an interesting trade to me because it's a wide receiver one. Like, Terrell Williams is a wide receiver one. You're getting points and big plays out of him. But that means. Every now and then, he's going up against the Patrick Petersons and Jalen Ramsey's of the world, and I'm not taking him over any of those top DBs. Right. That's what gets me. Right. Well, hey, uh, text in 960-960. Call in 403-240-4444 because in this second segment, Armchair Quarterback, brought to you by Wild Rose, you can tell me what I could have done better last game. I might have an idea of what you're going to say. But I'd love to hear it anyway. So make sure you call in, text in. Uh, Will and Maddie, the boys back in the uh, studio, will give us a text. Um, I don't know if they're giving anything away or not. Will, yeah, we've Will got will a let gift, us know. gift card to Wild Rose every, Ooh, uh, baby. every show. Every show. So $50, $50 gift card if we choose your uh, text or call as the best uh, the best response. So uh, think of something funny. Think of something creative. Uh, whatever it is, man. You know you know who Kluke uh, also threw do it, no interceptions on Saturday, too. Like there is. Only. No, Kluke had the line of the day. <laughs> I got to call you out this is hilarious. We're sitting on the bus, me, him, and E are uh, like, you know, a couple rows away from each other. We're talking. And uh, Kluke looks at the stats and goes, man, E, we combined for 75 yards today. And we I did. Looked, I looked over. I was like, oh, nice. I was like, well, what would y'all have? He goes, E had 78 and I had negative three. Big, <laughs> big day for fantasy if big, you had Kluke yeah. in the lineup. Yeah, Kluke was a big, big day, bud. Yep. I mean, it would have been bigger if I didn't miss you on that post route. That's all right. Yeah. It's no, you coming. You can say it's all right. Clue's going to call We'll in. let the call. Clue's going to text yeah. in right now. You should have thrown the ball deeper <laughs> on that post route. Yeah, who's uh, 703? <laughs> <laughs> That's the first three numbers here. We're, we're going to piece it together. Next week we're going to get the last four numbers here, uh, phone yep. number, and then by the 703, and then we'll find it out, and then you're, then you're in real trouble. I'll give a digit each week. Keep listening in for it. Man, so, uh, yeah, so call in, text in, let us know uh, what I could have done better uh, in that second segment. But also, fantasy football has started. It has begun. Uh, I am your fantasy expert. I went 0-3 this week, so um, it was a good week. So if you have any questions on how to almost win in fantasy, hit me up. Absolutely. We got you. Get Deshaun Jackson. That tip is free. Next one will cost you from me. <laughs> yeah, we made some multiple trade offers, and it did not go well. Unbelievable. Oh. These guys don't know how to do business yeah. in this league, especially we were, law. Yeah, especially law. No. Yeah, we were, all, we were often guys all around the league trying to get guys, um, like, literally offered 12 trades last night. And some of them, even with the news, is like, you know, now we, now us per personally, we have a team, a no BS policy team. Absolutely. So yeah. once that happens, you're gone. So him, you know, Ben, all the guys, they're out. Producer, you're out. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and he didn't produce week one. No, so see you later. Yeah, yeah. Geronimo Allison, gone. Yeah. Well, you guys are cutthroat. Good luck on another team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I hope, hope you do great on another team, but on our team, is you produce or you're out. Yeah, I don't care. If you're the last player 
to play for my team and we're down 30, you're getting me 31 points or you're off the team. <laughs> That's just how it has to go. So if you want some advice from <laughs> us uh, on oh, yeah. how to do it, I mean, you should probably actually call the uh, two global players on our team. Oh, yeah. Andres and Guillermo. Check this out. Non-PPR league, one quarterback league. Yeah. They, they scored 218 points. I'm talking about Lamar Jackson, Austin Eckler. They had everybody. I hated their team when I saw it. Yeah. But now I Because like when I first saw their yeah. team, I was like, and their team's kind of average. Yeah. You know, they took, they took, they took Jackson kind of high. Yeah. And I was like, that was dumb. So, they, they are also a dual GM team. Yeah. So what we did this year because we had like we had twelve or fourteen teams. I think we had fourteen teams last year, and we were gonna go twelve. And I had like eighteen to nineteen, twenty guys that all wanted to get in. Um, and I had some guys that were you know price wise like it's a it's a decent number to to play in our league. So. I was like, hey, why don't y'all split a team, each pay half, you know, and then y'all split the winnings. So, um, yeah, we've got a couple of uh, the dual dual GMs going on. It's what happens when you're here? You get to have weird carts roll by the door and distract you. That's the dome. Home ice. Go Flames. Hey, who's, ba who's back on the keys right now? Uh, Will, I believe, is on the keys right now. Will? Yes, sir. Will, speak to us. What do you need, man? Do you, you want? Do you want Nick Chubb? Uh, well, I mean, I could use him. Sure, absolutely. What are we? Uh, what are we negotiating here? Who was your uh, top pick? Uh, yep. Le'Veon Bell. Start high for sure. All right, yeah, I'll do Le'Veon and give me your first round draft pick for next year. <laughs> no, we're playing this week though. What are we betting? Book it. Are we? Yeah. Oh, uh, we got to bet something. Uh, Hayden Block, obviously. Yeah, I agree. Actually, let's go with the other one, though. Uh, what's Comrie the other one called? Comrie Block on 17. Comrie Block. Yeah. Let's go Comrie Block. Okay, done. All right. Can the people hear him, too? Yeah, people can. Yeah, he's he's going on the air when you're talking to him. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, Will, apologize for the uh, phone lines going crazy over there. Uh, yep. Tell the people <laughs> to do. calm down. Tell them we'll get to them soon. Uh, but, hey, in the second segment, yeah, we'll talk what we could have done better, talk some fantasy. So if you have any questions, who you're trying to play this next week, if you want to talk survival pool, I did do good in survival pool. That was nice. We have a, I think we have a pot of like almost fifteen hundred right now throughout the team and staff. And I took Chargers and um, who, who, oh Cowboys. So both teams are still alive. Did you jump into that? I didn't jump in that. I was a coward. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is the owner of the pool took the Browns. Yeah. Yeah. He gone. Oh. How bad were they? That was painful Man, to watch. But to Six the, and ten to the Titans. Yeah. Yeah. And Marcus Mariota looked like. Uh, Looked like the second yeah. coming of Lamar, oh, Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> it's also With still alive. Poor man's Lamar Jackson. Free yeah. <laughs> um, like, why, what? So you say six and ten. What do you think they end up at? I, I'm i like, I think seven and nine, eight and eight is probably what we're talking about with that. I am not, and I've, I've been skeptical because of the Browns. And until they show me they're not the Browns anymore, then I'm still going to be skeptical. Yeah. I know they went what five and two down the stretch last year, but they were a two-win team or a three-win team when they went five and two. So I, I'm very skeptical of the Browns. Yeah, no, that's a that's a really good point. I, some when this off season, that's what somebody told me. Um, they were like, "That's why the Jacksonville Jaguars are the Jacksonville Jaguars," and I was like, oh, "Touche." I hate the Browns. What do you got? I hate the Browns so damn much. <laughs> uh, what do I have, mate? Um, before that game. 
I'm giving them 10 wins. Now. I mean, I just didn't expect them to lose to the Titans like that. That was bad. I know the Titans had a good defense last year, but I will say this. The Titans do always, for like the last three years, with Marcus Mariota, I feel like they've always started out super hot. Like, he'll come out and throw, you know, 90% completions for four touchdowns. Everybody's like, oh, man, like, dude, this guy's going to be in the MVP talks. And then he's usually injured by week two, or he's just throwing everything short like Alex Smith, and everybody stops talking about it. So, I don't know. I, I'm interested to see, but I would say Cleveland Browns, I'm going to say uh, I'm gonna say Baker turns it around, and I'm going to give him I'm gonna give him nine and seven. Nine and seven? Yeah. Playoff team? Oh man, I hope so. Honestly, like they're a team I do want to see in the playoffs. That's yeah, all it is. The offense seems fun. I mean, it looked terrible, but it seems like it could be fun. Yeah. If they get a B, I'll, I'll let them go to the playoffs. <laughs> My question would is, you, uh, Luke, why would, are you not wearing a three hundred fifty thousand dollars watch? Like, under, like, would you wear wrist? a three and a three and a three point five thirty five percent quarter of a million dollar watch on your uh, on your wrist? Would you wear that in a football game? Yeah, fans looking for That was a struggle. Yeah, I don't know what I was doing. A 3.5 quarter of a million. Sorry, how much? Quarter of a million. Would you wear a $350,000 watch in a football game? Uh, next game I'll wear my $50 knockoff G-Shock watch, so stay tuned Are there knockoff G-Shocks? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't bust out a... St. Mary's High School, we ran knockoff G-Shocks back in the day. Timex Iron Man with the, with the Indiglo. You should bust one of those out. Oh, man. The old talk Dis of the, the town. Old, the old Disney watch. Yeah. We should wear watches in the warm-up. Here's what I don't get. How can the NFL tell him he's not allowed to wear it? Yeah. I think they're worried about, I don't know, hand fights. That I What I read is that, well, it could be dangerous to uh, DB going up against him. That's what I read. But it's The watch? Kind of yeah. It You're not worried about a necklace choking somebody? I agree. It seems very <laughs> dumb. I'd let him wear it, but. Man. Yeah. He can't catch a break. Yeah. <laughs> they're always trying to stop the swag. The NFL. <laughs> the drip. Yeah, the drip. The big drip scale for What him. was your drip rating for last week? KJ gave me nine. Oh, no, because we didn't do last game, actually. He didn't respond to the picture fast enough. But Labor Day, he gave me a 9 out of 10. I don't know, man. I haven't seen it yet. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for, like, you to, I was run, playing with for you. You to run out of the tunnel. I'll be like, yep, that's it. That's but now you just, you just shake your head. When I think it's just the tape down the arms. It's, it's my call-in now, though. How many white dudes are doing that? Just a kluke. Christian McCaffrey. Did he do it? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I think so. He probably saw me do it first. We probably. started. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. So that's a good look. Hey, you got some good news. I did? Yeah. Deshaun Jackson's trainer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Finally hit me up. Four years of trying to get this guy's attention. <laughs> Guess what? The Kluke train's rolling. I don't know if you can get on it now. He's been hitting this guy up for like four years of work with him because he works like Deshaun Jackson and all these fast receivers in the NFL. And he finally like, hey, man, I saw your film. Like, yeah, I like you. I'll work with you. And Clue's like, nah, too late. Too late. Don't need you anymore. Sorry, son. No, definitely responded. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir, for finally responding to me a year later. Thank you so much. Please, sir. Yeah. Can I please work with you still, please? Please don't take four years to respond to this. Can he make Clue fast? Hopefully. Many have tried. Many have failed. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. see what he can do. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will do the <laughs> armchair quarterback brought to you by Wild Rose. Don't forget, 960-960. Call Lots of texts. 403-240-4444. Whoever has the best text or call-in will receive a $50 gift card to Wild Rose Brewery. 
Don't be the one to miss out on that. You're listening to the Bo and Kluke Show on Sports at 960 The Fan. The Bo Show for SML Entertainment. Making family time more exciting with pool tables, pinball, ping pong, beachcomber, and caldera hot tubs and more. Visit smlentertainment.com. Calgary football fans, this is your quarterback. The Bo Show with Bo Levi Mitchell on Sportsnet 960. Brought to you by SML Entertainment. All right, welcome back to the Bo and Kluke. You gotta think of a better name. Entertainment. Eighty-one plus nineteen equals hundred. Show. Yep. I don't like that. You don't like you that can, yet? You can do better than that. <laughs> is that math right? I don't okay, so text in if you have a better name math. for our show. <laughs> yeah. We want to hear from you. I feel like you know. I I just feel like the Bo show is just a little bit too much me. Mm-hmm. Way too not much. Not enough us. I yeah. think a lot of listeners agree that it's probably too much you too. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but the ratings now, they like what we got going. The ratings don't. What about lie, the Kluke and Bo show? The Kluke show with Bo. I'm down. The Kluke show starring Kluke <laughs> with Bo. With Bo. Yeah. Featuring Bo. Every now and then. Yeah. Special guest. No, it's okay. Don't keep it down. On our account. <laughs> That's girls doing the hottest radio the show in the world right now. Yeah. So. They wanted to make an appearance on the show. They know how high the ratings are. We can't just let anyone in. Everybody wants to make an appearance, but it's just... Yeah. (laughs) People keep asking to come on. I'm like, Kluke's got the ticket for now. Uh, Until he messes up or says anything (laughs) that he's not allowed to say. I'm just wondering how we can can expand the the phone lines. There's too many many calls. We we can't handle it. Okay. Well, guys, uh, if y'all can, calm down on the calls. Uh, We're hurting a little bit over at 960 to... Studios, the, the phone lines are kind of breaking up, so uh, just space them out a little bit. Uh, we'll go to the text line first. Um, so we doing? We ready to do armchair? We quarterback? are ready to do armchair quarterback. Brought to you by Wild Rose Brewery, brewing quality craft beer in Calgary that fuels the hardworking Albertan. Wild Rose Brewery, branded with character. Uh, Will says, "Let's uh, let's go to the phone first. Uh, uh, Greg is with us. Go ahead, Greg. Hey, uh, Bowen Kluke, um, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, I was just wondering um, who was the goof that uh, totally goofed that first interception on uh, the weekend there. Um, yeah, uh, great show, as always. I'll hang up and listen. Why did that sound like Kluke calling? <laughs> yeah. It sounded like Kluke's clone calling. Brother? Uh, Pre-recorded. Yeah, no, that was me. Oh, yeah, uh, that was us. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, that was me throwing two Kluke. Uh, no, basically we had a we had a seam, we had a 16-yard curl and a six-yard out route on the outside, and they ran three double cloud, which is uh, three guys deep. So you're bound to half free safety, uh, field half, and the Sam carried Reggie a little bit on the inside of the seam, and um, I tried to pull my eyes inside to that even more to try to like really get him to hold on to it. And as I did that, I peeked out the Kluke, saw him sitting down, so I just kind of turned out and ripped it. And, uh, yeah, man, you made a hell of a play. Um, but, oh, you weren't the one who caught him. It was, it was Hunchak. Hunchak caught him for the tackle, thankfully. I was being dragged by three of them because they knew I was getting the ball out if I get anywhere near them. <laughs> Do you know who that was that asked the question? Uh-uh. That was Matty Rose. Was that really? Oh, my God. That's, I'm about to say. And it did sound like you. That's why I said it was so his So I do now agree with everybody. I gave I, you the hint that it was his clone. I got to be honest, man. I do now agree with everybody. Sorry, who's Matty Rose? 
<laughs> yeah, who is that? Oh, that's that's that uh, that intern y'all got working over there, right? Oh, he likes to just hang around the stadium. I think I know that guy. Oh, that's yeah. right. Hey, bud, have me a coffee ready whenever, uh, whenever I get ready to go. He's got a little radio cassette and a microphone in his hands. <laughs> e, can I get an interview? Hey, mister? Yeah. Sir, please. Please. Please, yeah. sir. We'll get a ball signed for you, kid. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about that locker room pass you got, though. Yeah. How do you even get one of those? How did he get one of those? Yeah. Don Jackson. What a joke. Got another caller, Will? Don Jackson. Yeah, I don't know this caller's name, but uh, caller, you're on with Bo and Kluke. Hi. Oh, is this Bo and Mitchell? Uh, yeah, can you speak up a little bit more into your mic? Hey. Oh. Oh, I think we just lost you. He, dropped, he hung up on himself, so that's, that's – sorry about that. Oh, don't you hate when that happens? <laughs> It's going to be a great question. Okay, yeah, here's a couple texts. It was. Uh, I missed the first half hour. You did talk about Antonio Brown, but only from a fantasy football standpoint. I missed the first half hour. How does a team deal with a guy like Antonio Brown causing drama every day? He gone. The way the Raiders did. I mean, honestly, like a lot of this game, is, it's, it's, you need all-stars, you need guys to make plays, but if a guy is taking away from your locker room and – like we've had guys like that in the past. Like we get rid of them. It's like that, those are the guys. Where people are like, how could you get rid of this player? I can't believe it. Like, well, they, they didn't mesh with the locker room well, and you need that man. Like the years we've won the Grey Cup compared to the years we've lost is that's the difference in the locker room. So um, my question is, how does Tom Brady deal with it now? Because isn't he living in his house? Yes, he yeah. is. Giselle Bunchen's coming up. Like you got to go. He actually commented today at a press conference, do you have any words to say on the Antonio Brown situation? No, was his answer, and the reporter followed up, so no words at all. He said, I just said no. <laughs> so, and uh, Bill no Belichick comment. walked away from the podium after two minutes straight of Antonio Brown questions. So Yeah, he said, Bill. he said, I'm not, I'm not going to – he said there were statements. I'm not going to expand on those statements, and that's it. And then he kept getting asked, and he said, I'm not going to expand on the statements, and then left the podium. It's awesome that they're like – Okay, we're still going to ask. <laughs> yeah. Every day. Yeah, it's like, well, no, like, I just told you I'm not going to talk about it. You're still asking Gruden about it, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. He said, good luck to the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Bo, if you were to change one thing, and Kluke just says Bo, uh, if, we were to, if you were to change one thing at McMahon Stadium from a player perspective, what would it be? Uh, fans have a laundry list of things they'd want changed. If you guys could change one thing at McMahon, what would it be? Just one. Um, I would take out the top row on both sides and make it a horseshoe wraparound. So kind of like where the um, – we've got that little bar section down there. Yep. Instead of there being like the red and white club right there, I'd rather see it wrapped around that spot. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Hmm. Get us a better weight room because I'm always in there pumping iron. Max, <laughs> there's not out. enough. There's not yeah, enough, just not enough for, for me on the bench weights, press. Weights so, don't go high yeah. enough. Yeah. But we could actually use a little bit bigger weight room. Yeah. For the fans? Maybe Eric would go if we got a bigger one. I, yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> chance. <laughs> He's going to hate that one. Yeah. I've never even seen him like in the area of where the weight room begins. <laughs> you know where he is? He's in the cold tub. Oh, man. I liked your idea, what you talked about, how doing, like, the zones for each player. Oh, like yeah. That, like Kluke's uh, corner? Yeah, Kluke's kid's corner. I'm for the kids. No, dude. <laughs> it's kid's fun zone. Every no. stadium needs a kid's fun zone. No. 
Listen to what you just said. Kluke's Kid Corner. Yeah, it's like the co-op kids. Acronym's no good. But yeah, I don't know. The acronym needs some work. I you're think. getting fired the moment that corner comes out. <laughs> Everybody on the team's gonna walk out and be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> and I say, it "Wasn't me. It was the marketing." Hey, good, way. good time to move hey, on. Uh, <laughs> hey, Bo, how'd you like being at the CCMAs? And how much do you want for your hat? Oh man, I'll be honest. The CCMAs was awesome. Um, the one thing I w- I will say about that. If you've got a chance to go to an award show like that, go to it because it's the best concert you'll ever be to, be it. Um, because instead of going to see Bruno Mars and you're going to hear three, four of his top songs and some other songs he wants to play on tour because his album's coming out, you get to hear everybody's best song. You know, I mean, the end of the night, Paul Brandt comes out, sings Alberta Bound. I've been playing that since... I got since I heard that song at the CCMAs. I've been playing that in my car ever since. I mean, that was everybody took out their phones, had the lights going back and forth. You could tell just like what it meant to everybody that he's from here and and you know came out with that song and he's obviously very very famous. Um, but it was awesome, man. Like backstage, getting to just talk with everybody, um, just kind of and to see how short ninety percent of country music stars are is pretty funny. That's. You don't expect it. Like I don't know if y'all know this. Tim McGraw is like five eight. <laughs> Did y'all that, know that? I, I knew that he was. I knew that he was short, and I knew that he was jacked. That's all I know is that t- Tim McGraw is uh, built like a train. Really? Yeah. He doesn't look like in Friday Night Lights. No. Well, Friday Night Lights <laughs> is. Got the beer belly yeah. going on. He's a, he's a, he's a drunken father in Friday yeah. Night Lights. No, but well, it was, there was. I'm not going to name names, but there was a decent amount of people that walked up, and I was like, "Oh, wow, you're really short. That's crazy." You're not going to name any names. Can dunk on you. you. I mean, you just don't know it until you see them. Like all you ever see is people on stage. The camera's usually looking up at them. Um, but I did mess up my line. Oh, I don't know, I don't know if y'all <laughs> caught that or not. What was your line? The Slate Music Humanitarian Award. And I said the Slate Music Manita- Humanitarian Award. And I had to like go back and... Oh, so you said Matt, you missed up the I was like, word. Music manita- Humanitarian. Okay, you recovered. Yeah. And quickly just looked at Jess Moskaluk. She's like, and Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh. Right. <laughs> no, nah, it was good. It was fun, man. It was cool. Um, I don't know. Offer me whatever you want for my hat. And I'll give it to you. Uh, does, does Rob Maver throw a better spiral than Bo? Luke, is this you? the same guy? Oh, for sure. God. This guy. No, this is from this is from Luke. He's a regular texter. So. Uh, oh, he's a regular caller too. Yeah. Maeve does throw a tight spiral. He throws he it in walkthrough. He he works at it every day. You know, so great to see him getting some completions. He didn't prides himself on the spiral. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah. Hey man, check it's the, tight. Check the corner back to the corner vault of Reggie. Man, that thing was spinning. Yeah. Check Maeve's though. <laughs> Check Mays on the 25 on the, yard. Yeah. yeah 25 yard flat. Yeah, the 25 yard flat. Ante moving, hair flowing. Yeah. Okay, here's a good one. Uh, how do players feel about guys returning from NFL camps? Are they happy these guys can improve their team, or are they ticked off that they've been there all year and someone swoops in and maybe takes their spot? Well, I'm sure the guy whose spot gets taken isn't too happy, but. Um, I mean, I think for the most part, most guys are pretty happy to have somebody back that helps the team, you know? Especially, I mean, bodies-wise, like, you start to lose bodies. I think that's, I mean, our team's pretty smart. We don't just, like, look to see what all-stars are coming back. We we more or less say, why, right, what position do we need? And then we go out and get some of those. Um, so, typically, I think it's pretty, a pretty well-taken thing. 
Yeah, no, I think so too. I think right now everybody's so beat up too. Like yeah. guys are taking a lot more reps in practice. Yeah, like yeah. if Alex would have came back, yeah, you know, you've got a decision to make. Do you do you put him ahead of Corey? Do you put him side by side with Corey? Um, do you switch more to a three three? You know, so that Corey him, Winton, Corey him, Holly can be on the field. Um, you know, so I mean, there's obviously going to be feelings hurt and stuff like that, but at the same time, you got to make the best decision for your team. And I don't know. Makes your team better than yep. I don't think you can be that mad about it. Yeah, exactly. Bo, I'm from a very small town in Saskatchewan where we played six-man football. I know they also play that in small town Texas as well. Have you ever seen a six-man game? Uh, eight-man. I've seen eight-man football. I haven't seen six-man. Um, our but one. I will say this: as it was six-man or eight-man in college, our tight end came from there and he showed me some of his highlights. And it's crazy to see like only eight guys on each side of the ball. Yep. Um, but he was a walk-on guy, comes from eight-man football, ends up becoming the most receiving yards at, at a tight end position in our school history, became a captain of our football team. Um, so, yeah, definitely do, uh, don't count those guys out, that's for sure. Shout out. I've never seen it, but <laughs> sounds sweet. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, here's one from Larry. Uh, do you think in the light of the amount of starting quarterbacks dropping in the CFL, it's time to go back to giving the refs discretion on roughing the quarterback? In my opinion, it's damaged the flow and integrity of the game and has done nothing to prevent injuries. Um, oh, man. I, I, I guess he, what I assume he's asking is that you're not leaving it up to the eye in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, even like my last pick, I got hit right on the chin and like, I'm just a guy, like, when I get hit, I I move with the hit, you know, so I started to back up as I got hit, and so I kind of run out of it. I don't, you know, fall on the ground and hit, throwing my arms up, so nothing gets called. Um, and, yeah, Dave's over there yelling. I'm yelling, like, hey, eye in the sky, you've got to look at that, you got to look at that, because we've already used our challenge. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I, honestly, not very many of the court, the hits have been contact. Um, I don't know if it, I mean, Nichols is the only one, I think. Yeah. But I mean, the guy's gotten hit the most isn't injured. You know, yes. Mike Riley's the guy that's gotten hit more than anybody this this year, and he's not injured. Um, Mai was non-contact. Trevor's was non-contact. Masoli's was non-contact. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I don't really think it has anything to do with that. But um, off the air, we kind of spoke our opinion on what I think it is. But yep. I won't say it on the air. Yeah. Nope. No can do. You're not keep gonna, the money in the pocket. You're not gonna go out and tell say what Bo said on the air. No, nope, not yet. Unless you text in, Venmo me some money. Venmo me. Hit me with the Venmo. Yeah. Let's get some questions for Clute going here. Like, uh, like how long did it take you to recover from the power slides last week? Tough, long week in the cold tub after that. Knees are still a little scraped up from still it. Okay, here's one for Kluke. Still a little sore. It's actually for Boa about Kluke. Do you think Klukas can outrun Huffnagel in a race? Even if you spotted Klukas <laughs> a 10-yard lead. Okay, Matt, get off the phone lines. <laughs> so basically, if I if you were the fastest cow, or no, that would make Huff the fastest cow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's walking off and on he you, used to wear this, He has to wear the suit. Dude, I'll be honest, man. I walk in sometimes at 530, and he's on the treadmill just going. Humming. He's just moving. Yeah. Comes out there sometimes, just does his push-ups. I'm like, I'm not going to look like that when I'm 70. Nope, I'll be a big man. So could you be? Could you be Huffnagel <laughs> in a race? No, uh, about five yards in, Huff will be like, "If you don't stop running, you're cut." <laughs> <laughs> I'd just, I'd drop, I'd power slide right there. 
All right, we'll take one more quick break. When we come back, uh, again, just text in 960-960. Call in 403-240-4444 if you got anything you want to hear, talk about uh, CFL. If not, we're talking about the Labor Day game, uh, just kind of what went down, what happened, and we'll talk about our upcoming game this weekend against Hamilton. You're listening to The Bo and Kluke Show on Sports at 960 The Fan. The Bo Show for SML Entertainment. Hot tubs, saunas, and home leisure. SML Entertainment has brought friends and family together since 1956. Learn more at smlentertainment.com. This is the Bo Show. Hell yeah, yeah. On Sportsnet 960, the fan. Dun, 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 dun. All right, everybody, welcome back to the third segment of the 81 plus 19 equals 100 show. 100. How'd that feel? That was good. That was it. That was Somebody a bit of real good. It's a bit of a humanitarian show with Bo and Clute. Yeah, the Manitarians, I like that. Manitarians, the music Manitarian. <laughs> Hey, Will, thanks for joining in, bud. Yeah, good hey, to what's hear up, from you. Oh, you know. Hey, when we uh, when we play Madden, how's the Madden League going? Uh, Madden League's going good. Started out 0-4. 0-4. Back to 4-0. Yeah, I'm sitting at a 2-5 right now. Yeah. But we play the right way. We actually, like, yeah. throw the ball. Every play. <laughs> <laughs> Deep. Yeah, we made we made the agreement. What was there. the first? Okay, what was the first Madden game that you played? Like, do you remember what was your introduction to Madden? Oh man, two thousand. Oh, was it a ninety? I'm gonna I say like two thousand two. I I just remember one that was so good. Eddie George was on the front. I want to say okay. that was one. Yeah. yeah. Was that oh one? That was around then. Yeah. That was a great one. It was oh one. Yeah. That was oh one. The first Madden game I ever played was Madden 64. It was the first one that ever came to the N64. And it didn't even have the rights from the NFL. It had the PA's rights, but it didn't have the NFL's rights. So you were playing as Oakland or the – Player 99. Well, you had all the players. So all the players were there, but they didn't have the league, the team name. So it was – you were playing Foxborough or you were playing – Oh, okay. So you could – all the stadiums looked the same, but you you weren't playing as the Raiders or the Patriots. You were playing just as their city name because they didn't have the rights, the logos, or the team names. But all the players were there, and you could play with all of them. Yeah, no, that's rough. And I ran like the clever, the though. same four plays, and it was amazing. Even against the hardest opposition, like the halfback counter would work every time. Pat, you oh, said yeah. the like current version, years. you're terrible at Madden. Oh, man, are you kidding? I am so bad at the new versions of Madden. Oh, like, it's too stupid. realistic. It's, it's stupid. Too realistic. No, kids just running glitch plays all, all the time, and then yeah. I'm like, yeah, but now I'm you're playing, and I'm like, just like yelling at the TV. I gotta read oh, yeah. blitz packages and audible on the line. Oh, yeah. I, can't gotta, do that. I, I can't even do that in a video the game. <laughs> Man, but I'll just be playing all of a sudden. It's like little kids, like you're such a noob. I'm like, <laughs> break my controller. <laughs> Nothing works when a 12 year old is chirping you. Yeah. you Learn something about you football. <laughs> I'll message him back. <laughs> I'll show no mercy. Yeah. All right, so. Uh, Labor Day. Look uh, at Slayer 69. I am going to come find <laughs> you somewhere. Was that from Endgame? Uh, yeah. Was like yeah. This is Thor, you know, God of Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's from Endgame. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking that, but I wasn't going to – I wasn't sure if you'd seen Endgame or not. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's not exactly a spoiler. That's, no, that's – not the, uh, it's not one of the <laughs> Cover ones. Cover your ears if you haven't seen it. <laughs> There's a video game scene. So, uh, all right, the rematch. The rematch was uh, it was a game of threes, um, three intercessions. 
Negative three yards receiving. <laughs> you knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was coming. Yep. Um, yep. But, man, honestly, I think the the impressive thing is you, you play a team – you play a team back to back, and and typically we, I think we've split um, at least the last couple of years. And then, you know, we handled them pretty well on Monday, and then for the classic and the rematch, man, they, I mean, shoot, they brought their hard hat. You know, they took away, they decided to take away the running game, ran for over 200 yards in the first game, got held to 20 yards in the second game. So they, they were playing downhill, playing hard, and um, you know, like, I think it's kind of the curse of when you win the first game, you don't change up that much. You know, when you, and when you lose the first game, you're, you know, changing everything up, give you guys different looks of what he had to lose. Um, and, uh, I mean, I think we changed enough stuff up, but execution-wise, I think we were a little behind the ball, and, and we did some good things. We put some long, long drives together, uh, inconsistent at times, um, just all across the board, all 12. But, like, for me, just starting out with the pick early on, it's just one of those, like, where it's like, ah, oh, kind of deflates the sails right away, you know what I mean? And they score. Um I think yeah, that's that's right when Trevor got hurt. He threw the touchdown and then he came out after that. Yeah, because he came back but yeah. then he left again. Yeah. Um but yeah, then Logan comes in. Logan actually like completes his first eight passes, he's looking good. I didn't even notice that Trevor was out at first. Um, you know, because it was wasn't a hit or anything. So he, you know, typically when a guy just all of a sudden comes off the sideline, you have no idea. Um so yeah, I mean I thought first half I thought we battled, we came back, went down and scored, came back, scored again, kicked a couple field goals. Um and in the second half, we kind of started playing to, you know, move the ball, but don't do anything to lose the game. And there towards the end, I just I kind of forced the ball that, um, you know, probably shouldn't just at that point in the time. It's, it's a good throw. The, the guy made a good play on it, but at the same time, it's just you turn the ball over in their, their side of the field, and it gives them an opportunity to come back and have life in their sails again. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the way I took the game. It was, it was a fun one for me, obviously, getting the 72nd win. You know, getting the record for all time, and that's that's awesome. But at the same time, it's you know, a little bit sour because they threw three picks at the same time. So, you know. yeah, it's tough. Like when you play a team three times, especially I feel like when you win the mm -hmm. first two, because it's like they're gonna make all the adjustments, and I feel like we almost like, well, what are we gonna do? You yeah. know, like we don't well, know what let's, they're gonna let's do. do what worked last time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we'll just, you know, when we like keep plays in the bank, obviously too, that we didn't use in that second game that we kind of saved for the third game, but yeah. You know, like they definitely gave us some new stuff, and uh, yeah, they did. They did some things they hadn't typically done. Yeah, like even that very first pick, they hadn't run three to a cloud against us all year. And second play of the game, they run it, and I basically just kind of locked in more to my read instead of actually seeing that they were in three to a cloud. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean that's just it. You they make adjustments, you got to react. And I think the rest of the game we reacted. But um, I will point out because you know other guys, there, there were some plays in that game that were just outright huge obviously Amos's pick towards the end of the game yep. um you know getting that all the way back into the into the end zone for for seven points is is huge at that point that basically gives us the kind of dagger win right there um you know Hunchak had two plays that I thought were big plays heads up plays he had the sideline catch he t taps his toes but even the end of the game just the six yard you know third and six we go for it because Dave doesn't want to punt the ball obviously so we go for it he catches the ball, he gets the first down, and slides right away. And I was like, that's a good heads-up play. Now we can take two knees, win the game. And then Hergie had um, – they did a surprise onside coming out of half. And, like, he went up against two guys, yeah, you know. That was, that was big time. That was huge. Yeah. And that was one of those plays where you're like, man, that was a that was big. That was yeah. a, that's a big boy play because you know you can get smacked 
they're not allowed to technically come and smack you, but you know he jumps up onside kick, and now we've got the ball at 55, and you know we got three points out of it to start the half, and that that was huge. Three on one there when it, that yeah. collision happens. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's one of those things. I mean, like you go back and watch that play, you're like, you got no help. It's, yeah. All eyes are on you. Hey, man, I'm going to go up and, you know, kind of like you're on side earlier in the year, recovering that one it was you versus Burnham. Um, but he basically said, hey, I'm going to make a play for my team right here. And hats off to Killen, too, because Killen was coming out of the half. And he's like, hey, man, I know they're going to fit. They're going to go for a fake at some point. Be ready for it. Be ready mm-hmm. for a fake because we had the fake early on. They're going to come out with theirs. And, uh, yeah, man, her just, you know, saw, saw it, made a great play. Um, that was a huge, huge start. Cause that's one of those you come out of half and it's like the Super Bowl, you know, back when the Saints won it. You come out and all of a sudden they onside kick it and it's like, wait, we're supposed to have the ball right now and they've got the ball and now they go score a touchdown and yep. you just, yeah, you know, good so. to get uh, good to get Raj a little bit more back in the offense. Eight targets and um, man, yeah, I, was, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, realistically, yeah, man. Obviously, um, I mean, it's just teams are you know they're trying to do things to take the guy away. You know, he early on in the year was just going stupid um especially touchdown wise and and he's just a he's such a he's such a good guy when it comes to possession catches you know he can he can go and make every single catch and i think teams were like all right get get Bo's eyes away from him like make him look somewhere else make him go somewhere else and um you know we've been relying on the field a little bit this these last couple games and these guys have been balling um obviously reggie's been you know stepping up now he's leading the the league and catches touchdowns and yards. So, um, yeah, we've got some guys racing for it. You know, those two are tied to seven. Yep. No, it's crazy, how, like, how strong he is. Because mm-hmm. no way you think he's strong at all. No, but he's at throwing all. some dudes But he down. is, like, <laughs> blocking and, like, his yak this year. Like, remember at the start of the year, I think it was, like, week one, had, like, a little yak, and we're all kind of like, oh, Joking, the like, big oh yak God. guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> and now it's just like, oh, man. Where yeah, does like come he, from? he tends like, to make yeah. at least one guy miss. I mean, yeah. Reggie's obviously like the Yak King right now. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, the dude is just so strong. Yep. But yeah, he is. I think even even right now, he one thing he's started to show this year that maybe wasn't there last year just because of his knee is he's blocking so well. Yeah. Is Reggie or uh, or this Rod? is Eric? Eric. Eric. Yeah. So he's blocking so well. I think maybe that's why his targets might be down a little bit because he's a guy we're bringing in right now to kind of hit some people that you know like hey we think like we thought Vontae Diggs was a guy that uh was playing really well and playing hard he will linebacker for Edmonton and we had him come in and slot block the guy and he just smacks him and literally he flies back like eight yards and it was one of those plays where it kind of set the tone for us in that first game so uh yeah we got E doing some things like that and every now and then it's gonna take away from his targets but it's something that's you know propelling the team and, uh, yeah, I mean, after the game, he's like, hey, man, as long as we win and I have a touchdown, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> the spreads don't eat. He wants at least one touchdown. Get him in the neighborhood at least yeah. once. Yeah. Give him a target in the neighborhood. Yeah. Folks over at the, uh, the CFL uh, were throwing around some topics for this week, and one of the ones that they're, th- they're like, hey, we could do a topic. Who's the best receiver in the CFL, Brandon Banks or Reggie Bagleton? Like, I, th- I think people are starting to take note of what this guy's doing like, had he not got injured last year when he came in, those two games he played, like he was yeah. at, what, like 140 both games, and then he got hurt, so we didn't really get to see what he can do over a full year. Now we're starting to see what Bagel can, can do over a full season being a top target. Yeah, and, I mean, he's, he's like, we still don't know where that ceiling's at for him. I think that's exciting. I don't think he knows either. I think we, you know, we're giving him targets, but um, the more and more you use a guy, you start to find out what routes he's really good at, like what routes – 
like we run this route over and over and, and this guy hasn't gotten covered on it you know so you you kind of you need time and targets to kind of make that happen like we we know some that he just you know it's just something that he just loves to do and and that he's going to catch every time um you know clukes on the the bloods and the goes and and killing them and uh but yeah i mean reggie i think you need just the time to target to continue to find out um you know where that ceiling can be and, and what it is that that he does so well but right now he's just everything's coming his way i mean you know some of those balls were low in that game you know he's diving making catches and then they called one of them not a catch and we all thought it was but um yeah i mean he's he's doing everything as we know Kluke's a Slow. really crisp route runner runs crisp, crisp routes sure-handed oh yeah just Cere get to the right cerebral spot. player. That's what it doesn't goes. matter if it takes you eight seconds to get there. Just get to the hole. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, we've got we got Hamilton this week. They are nine and two, I believe. Yeah, um, nine and two. Yep. Being quarterbacked over there by Dane Evans. Obviously, Masoli going down, and, and the kids playing well. I, I I saw a stat. The second half, he I think he had one incompletion. They were down in Toronto, kind of big, right? And then they came back, so he's playing well. Uh, they believe in the guy right now. Steinhauer, obviously the defense man. They they've got some things going on. Um, that's tough to defend. So we're gonna go out there uh, at home this weekend. We got Saturday games at two o'clock. So uh, go get your tickets. Pinder over here is coming, taking the boys, turning four years old. Thinking so. about it, man. They haven't been to a game yet. This is about the time. It's like four years, yeah. yeah. Stand up and yell. They can do that. <laughs> it only took them four years to get this kid to a game. Yeah. You hate to see it, but what a fan! Yeah, <laughs> and here I got a sharpie for you guys. You can sign that for Matty Rose. You got a oh so yeah, got a Matt. little plush football. So I won't be signing it. <laughs> There's monetary it's an intern incentive. at the station. He's a huge Matt, fan. We got yeah. we got a ball here for you, bud. What's yeah. his name? Matty, you said? Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Thanks, well, uh, this, is, this is where you defend yourself. Thanks, Matt. guys. Really excited. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Just such Doesn't a big fan. To say do you want to? Do you want them to personalize it, or how? How are you going to be? How are you going to have your own show if you can't just right now buckle down and talk trash? You got to do it. I'm gonna Here like. Go. Got, I'm gonna. Got two you minutes. Matt's gonna hate me for this, but I, I gotta do it for them. So. Oh, no. Chili's Texas Grill, your choice of lunch combos, starting at just nine bucks. Match your favorite super salad with seven delicious entrees like Santa Fe quesadilla or chicken <laughs> fajitas. Quesadilla. <laughs> He didn't was want that to on say, purpose? He, yeah, he didn't want to say. He was so focused because he doesn't want to say vagina that he, he wanted to say fajita right, and so he messed up. <laughs> quesadilla. Salad with oh, seven delicious entrees, Maddie like bud. Santa Fe quesadilla or chicken <laughs> fajitas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ooh, and all it's right. Been the worst one, but oh boy, there's a few gems. <laughs> oh man, kind of want to go to Chili's though. Yeah, yeah I mean, end of shoot, the day, nine, nine like, bucks. Yeah. Nine bucks, I'll take it <laughs> for a quesadilla. Sure. <laughs> All right, boys. We appreciate y'all uh, for, for the millions and millions of listeners. I think we actually hit three million this past week. We just hit three million. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. It's all, all thank you. Yeah. All threes. Yeah. Three millions, negative three yards, three interceptions, man. So hopefully we'll turn Big that week. around. Yeah. Get some positive things going this weekend. Yep. Uh, yes, yeah, so we'll see. Pender will see you this weekend with the kids, man. All right, right on. There you go. There's the Bo Show with Bo and Kluke, brought to you by SML Entertainment, making time more exciting with pool tables, pinball, ping pong, beachcomber, and caldera hot tubs, and more. Visit smlentertainment.com. Back to Pender and Steinberg around the corner because Will Nolts got the biggest stories of the day. We've got headlines for you next. Sports that 960, the fan. Got a little radio cassette and a microphone <laughs> in his hands. <laughs> e, can I get an interview? Thank <laughs> you.